Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to talk about what you've been, what you've had going on, having the baby. And then I really would love to talk about youth, the, the process that you had of wanting to start a podcast, how long you were thinking about it, and then finally doing it and what you're, what you, what you're talking about. Yeah, totally. It's definitely been a journey inspired by you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's inspired by me, I mean, you, there's nothing but success for you with your podcast because you've got to, you'll outdo me and Gina and <laughs> for sure we've been you know pretty pretty successful because uh, we're still doing it we did not think we would be doing surprisingly it surprisingly enough we were like oh we'll do it yeah how many do we have over a hundred we did our hundredth around before Christmas yeah we do one a week yeah I'm uh I've, I'm at 15 right now and I'm having so much fun doing it. And you told me that too. Like it was, I was uncomfortable with 
kind of starting. I knew I wanted to do something. I first I tried to do like a a vlog, start a YouTube channel, and we actually got some great content. We Jenny and I went from the CrossFit Games onto a forty day road trip in our van and ended at Burning Man. We filmed the whole thing and it was epic. But I just I didn't I didn't like having the camera in my face all the time and having to kind of narrate stuff. And um it was always like, wait, 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 wait a second, let me get the camera out. And it just like would be a total buzzkill and and I just I didn't enjoy it. I really didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And I but the whole purpose of us starting that was so that we could put some authentic content out. I, I was kind of getting just weighed down a little bit by Instagram and, and it's just kind of a, it's an amazing place. Like I, I've met some amazing people through Instagram and I've learned a lot through Instagram, but it's also just kind of a gross place too. And, and it would kind of weigh on me from time to time. I'm like, I need to do something better with social media than just posting pictures or, or PRs or whatever it is. And, and uh, yeah, so that's, that's really where the, the drive to start something came from was just, I, I didn't really feel all, like my authentic self when I was posting stuff to Instagram. And I didn't really feel like I was contributing to the degree at which I I felt kind of called to. So it started with the, the vlog attempt and we bought, <laughs> we bought all this equipment and all these memory cards and hard drives and <laughs> tripods. And, and you're like, nah, it's not for me. <laughs> dude, but it was a necessary part for me to arrive to where I'm at now having a podcast and, uh, talking with you about it and and uh, you told me exactly what I kind of needed to hear just like just start it just some of the best things I've ever done in my life have been from talking to people that I admire and they they tell me Sam just just do it just start because you have all these technical questions right like but how do I do this and, and what about this and and don't I need to learn about this and and you end up really paralyzing yourself with all of those what ifs and, and what do I need to do type things. So um, your message was simple. It was just, you just need to start it and just go. And I've, I've fallen in love with it. I, I've had some of the greatest conversations I've ever had. I've learned so much. I've cried a lot. People have shared just some of the most heart-wrenching and inspiring stories I've ever heard. And it's, it's changed my life already. And I, I can't wait to continue to get these published and, and, and hopefully they inspire people as much as they, as much as they have inspired me. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. Just who you are and me knowing you, um, the, the types of people that you'll be able to have conversations with, well, they should, they'll be pretty incredible and on that note on that note really quick go ahead i we just haven't introduced you (laughs) 
Her was like, who are you talking to? I know I was going to say, <laughs> which honestly, even, but like, have but we that's, even said that what, like, but that, but that's, that, <laughs> that's usually how we start. start for us though. Won't surprise one person that listens to our podcast. No. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to between the reps with Brooke and Gina. And we have one of my dearest, closest friends, Sam Dancer on finally, actually, um, incredible athlete, incredible coach, extremely innovative with creating exercises for adapting to whatever you're dealing with, whether it's an injury, whether it's, um, uh, and you know, what, what's the word, a issue where a limitation because physically you can't, you're just not able to do something, um, does incredible work with the special needs community. So if actually, Sam, I would like you to just give a little blurb about who you are. Who are you? Who yeah. Are who you? are you? Who, who are you? Who are, who's <laughs> this well, giant, thanks. strong man that has just the biggest heart you've ever seen? <laughs> Uh, I'm just a boy. I'm just well, a boy. Well, I... Uh, <laughs> he loves a girl. <laughs> thank you for all those kind words and that introduction. I, yes, I am Sam Dancer. I am a husband. I am a new father. I own a... Uh, I've been a gym owner for almost 10 years now. I'm, I travel doing seminars, teaching people about nutrition and breathing and, and moving and, well, just wellness in general. Um, I'm also the founder of a non-for-profit called the Dancer Love Foundation, and we service athletes with special needs, and as you were mentioning, uh, I I really do enjoy finding creative solutions to kind of fitness-related problems. Uh, I was an art major in college, and I think that's kind of allowed me to... um, just have an avenue where I get to be creative and, and artistic with, with um, working with people. And um, yeah, I live in, I live in Quincy, Illinois right now. It's a very small town in the Midwest. Uh, Jenny and I live also part-time out of a van and travel around the country. And um, just, we really like to adventure and have fun and, and, and such. I, I used to be a collegiate football player and, after that, I, I found CrossFit, and I've been doing that professionally for the past eight years. So that's kind of a little encapsulation of, of who I am and what I'm up to and what I enjoy doing. Perfect. Well, now you have a podcast. And now you have a podcast. And Yes. And now I am a host of a podcast. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, What's it's the name of your podcast? It, man, we we bounced around between so many. We tried to get super creative with it, and it it it's now just the the Sam Dancer podcast. Perfect. That is perfect. Dude, we <laughs> yeah. when we were doing ours, we had no idea. They're like, "What do you want to call it?" And we were you know trying to think and trying to think, and we really wanted to call it um not not talking, talking shit, shit, but. but. <laughs> <laughs> And one, one like hurdle or issue we ran into is that, I mean, there's so many podcasts out there. So finding a name that was like available. Yeah. Mm. So, um, between the reps was actually brought to us and we're like, well, yeah, okay, we'll do it. Oh, but what did, what did, uh, Courtney find? No. So yes, last night we were recording a podcast with a friend of ours. She owns a medical spa and Colby, our friend Courtney, I guess, 
Colby had posted on his Instagram and Courtney responded to it because it had our handle. We just recently created an Instagram for Between the Reps. And she said, and now none of us can see it differently. She yeah. said that the app Between the Reps, because it's all, there's no spaces. It looks like Between Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> And it does. it does. Oh, shit. Oh, I'll, I'll take the rapist for 500. <laughs> Between herpes. Between the herpes. <laughs> That's the name of our show. Every guest we have in person, we make them sit. Sit between the herpes. We're the herpes. <laughs> no going back. No going back I now. mean, herpes is for life, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> It's the one gift that keeps on keeps giving. on giving. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, so that's our name of our podcast. So I think Sam Dancer shows pretty safe, pretty good, solid. Yeah, <laughs> Queen herpes. <laughs> um, Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. You had a baby. Oh, dude. Brooke, it's, it's been incredible. I always tell people a couple things about um, the, the whole process. And one of the first things is, before we found out, the day before we found out, we decided that we were going to wait five years before we started to try. No. So, <laughs> Surprise! The, yeah, the day after we found out, we were pregnant, and uh, gosh, it's been remarkable. I'm, I'm glad, I'm, now I'm glad that we, we didn't wait five years to, to have baby star. Um, she's such a sweet girl. She laughs and smiles all the time. She sleeps well. Um, and we just, we're at a, a point in our life too where we're, we have a, a good amount of freedom and we get to spend so much time with her and 
we've gotten to travel to Hawaii with her, take some van trips with her. We added a, another seat to our van for our third party. And um, it's, it's been incredible. The, whole, the, the birthing experience changed me tremendously. We had I imagine a, we had, something like we had that would really change you. <laughs> we had I don't a know from personal birth. experience, but yeah. two of you, two of you know. <laughs> I, I know it from a different perspective than Sam. <laughs> but um, yeah, shit. I, I say um, it was the hardest thing I've ever done, and I was just a witness. I was, I was just a witness. It was at one point I was literally on my hands and knees just begging God for mercy for my wife. Like it was the hardest thing I've ever witnessed seeing her just in that much. It was, and it wasn't the, the actual delivery, the delivery portion was awesome for both of us. It was Jenny even cracked a couple jokes while literally there's a, a baby stuck halfway out her vagina. And, <laughs> and the, that part went really well and and you get to like she you get I get to see the progress and Jenny's getting to feel the progress of the baby actually moving down the canal and 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 working together with the baby to to deliver it was the it was just everything before that it was all the contractions and 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 Jenny labored for like 12 hours and our midwife decided to go like get lunch <laughs> and I I call our midwife and I'm like hey I think the baby's coming <laughs> you gotta get back here you gotta get back she here comes, now yes I was like please get back here now and she was just cool as a cucumber she's like okay I'm gonna finish up my lunch and I'll, I'll be there and I'm like bitch you need to put your sandwich down and get here now this baby's coming get that thing to go <laughs> She got there, checked Jenny, and Jenny was only like two centimeters dilated, not even close. And it was already the hardest thing either of us have ever done. Um, we'd been up all night, and Jenny's just miserable. And and Jenny's the, one of the toughest bitches I've ever met in my life. Oh, yeah. So to see the, the toughest human that I know in that much pain and that much suffering was like just breaking me apart and it sucks because there's like there's nothing I can do I have the freedom to go leave the room go get a drink of water take a couple breaths she doesn't have any choice but to deliver this child and and that was like really hard for me to to sit with I was just like I was so helpless and yeah, my ex had no idea what to do either. And so every time I'd start to breathe, he'd throw ice chips in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> They're not married anymore. No, we're not married anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming she did it with no drugs. Yeah. No, well, she begged for him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, You'll do that. Give me no, the drug. Yeah. No. Yeah. Jenny, like probably five times was like, she goes, I'm done. I'm done. Take me to the hospital. And yeah. our midwife, our midwife would be like, I hear you. And I, <laughs> I feel like, like this is the worst. You're like, like, shut the fuck up. And you're give like, me the oh, drugs. oh, you hear me? <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, bitch. You're about to feel my fist. <laughs> yes. That's pretty much how Jen would react too. she'd be like, 
stop saying that. <laughs> like, I know what you're doing. And she would all, every time Jenny asked to go to the hospital, she would say, okay, I hear you, but we need to get to this next point. And then once, once we're there, we'll know whether or not, you know, we can take you to the hospital. And she just kept saying that we need to get to this next point, this next point. And Jenny's like, you just, you keep saying that. You're not listening to me. Like, yeah, you're I lying to, to me. You're lying to How me. How many points are there? You're lying. <laughs> How many checkpoints are there? And um, she, our midwife did a tremendous job. She very gracefully um, directed the whole experience and, and, you know, kept us all pretty calm. And, and the, the point that she was trying to get her to was the tub. You know, that was kind of our last, our last thing that we, we needed to try before we went to the hospital. And once Jenny got in the tub, it, it, um, quite a bit of relief and, and, uh, things progressed rather quickly once we got in there, but it took about, oh shoot, 28 hours to get to the tub. Wow. She's just poor things, just exhausted. It, it was exhausting. I, I I can't even imagine it for her, but you know, even even for me, it was it was it was yeah, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. It was the most exhausting thing I've ever done was just trying to support my wife and and witness and try to hold space for her. Like I was a mess. The like I was a freaking sloppy mess the whole time. I was like yeah. I I got this. I can support my this. And <laughs> just like sobbing the whole time and <laughs> literally praying out to get like, again, on my hands and knees for like an hour, just begging God for mercy. And <laughs> like, oh shit. But it was still, if I hope we never have to do that again, like literally <laughs> after, <laughs> literally after the child was out, we were like, how do we keep this from ever happening? Like, how do we make sure we we never get pregnant again? Um, but if I had to, if we had to do that all over again, we would definitely still go go that route. It was the the care that we received from from our midwife and from our doula and the assistant midwife was unlike anything that we really experienced in kind of the. Um, the, the healthcare system. And, uh, we interviewed quite a bit of doctors and, and different people and, and nothing even came close to, um, like this lady, she came and visited us for like six to eight weeks, even after the baby was born and oh, wow. checked up on us. And, and which is nice because you don't know what the no, hell you're doing. Fuck. No. I know just, you just you get a baby and you get to go home with it. Yeah, and <laughs> like, that is so and fucking I'm like, crazy. It really is. You think about it and you're like, yeah. Jenny's holding this baby and she's like, "What do we do?" <laughs> I know, I know. It is what crazy. What do we do with a baby? And it's, yeah, uh, and who would and leave I us spent, alone with it? <laughs> exactly. And, and then be like, I, "Bye." Yeah, yeah. I spent. I did all these course. I I put well over two hundred hours into. I read probably ten different books. I met with different like doulas and coaches and got as prepared as I could. 
and it didn't do shit. No. It did <laughs> it did nothing. It's like so true. We were still clueless when mm-hmm. we got home. And and it was really comforting having um such a professional come by and 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 just kind of help walk us through the process and and help us be feel reassured that we're we're not screwing this thing up. <laughs> like she's still alive. Still still going. Still kicking. <laughs> Dude. She's so cute. I can't oh, wait to meet God. her, man. Thanks for sending uh thanks for sending the Ents carrot. It's it's her favorite little toy. We travel with it everywhere and we we tell her about you and and I think she's excited to meet you. She hasn't verbally said anything <laughs> yet about it, but she lights up when she sees that carrot. <laughs> Auntie Brooke. Auntie Brooke. My kids call her uh, their stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and it's weird because, do because-, because three of them are only like a year younger than her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm their um, daddy, Brooke. Daddy Brooke, and you know, I think that they they really they, they like it. You know, they do. They they accept me, but they mostly accept my mom as their grandmother. Yeah, yeah. They really just want Leslie. They're using her to get to her mom. <laughs> yep. Well, she's you're both amazing women. Women. So, um, yeah. I wish I wish we had a Leslie. Uh, well, we have great. My mom and, and Jen's mom are literally like blocks down the street. So we have a, a tremendous amount of help and assistance. But um, yeah, Brooke, your mom is, is an amazing human being. And, and I can totally understand why they would uh, use you <laughs> to get to her. <laughs> how old is how old is Star now? Five Star, months. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Five months. Oh, my goodness. So um, here's a great story. Star, the name Star. Uh, Jenny and I, ooh, this gets, this will give you chills. So Jenny and I, a uh, couple years ago, decide that we're going to go to Peru and we're going to try ayahuasca. Yep. And, Whoa. you know, check it off the list and just thought it would be a cool recreational thing to do. No, it was not. It was. <laughs> Did you puke horrifying. or shit your pants? Both. Everything. It's a fucking <laughs> war zone. <laughs> Everyone is shitting themselves. Everyone is barfing. That's what it I've heard. It is the most terrifying thing I have ever done. And you, you get this temporary access into the spirit world, which thank God we don't have that 24-7 because <laughs> it's, it's real and it is scary. and and it's you get to you know see all these negative entities basically exiting people's bodies and these shamans are like gobbling it up and then going and and puking them out it's what but in my my experience actually though i shouldn't say it was is totally terrifying it was one-to-one one-to-one of, of pure bliss and pure hell. And in the bliss part, I'm having a vision that is the realest thing I've ever experienced. It was the most clear I've ever seen. It was the most I've ever felt. It was 
again, it was the realest thing I have ever seen and experienced in my life. And in this vision, I'm meeting with two people that look very similar to Jenny and I. And they introduce me to this little kind of spinning ball of light and said, this is your child star. Um, at the time... I got goosebumps, so did I. <laughs> I. And at the time, I thought... I, I interpreted it kind of as like my son, uh, but I think that's just a typical dude thing to do. I think <laughs> women want to have a girl and guys want to have a boy. And so for the longest time, I was certain it was going to be a boy. But uh, they never said it was going to boy be a boy they were just like this is this is your child star and uh a year from the day that i was introduced to my future child is the day that we found out we were pregnant a whoa year. exactly oh it gives me the chills a to year the day? to the exact day the exact day that i had that vision a year later is when we found out we were pregnant and we we're just like, what is happening? Dude, like, look at my like goosebumps all over. That's insane. It was so trippy. But she she wasn't she wasn't in body. She was just a again, it was just like her soul, I guess, just this little ball of light. And like I I still got to like kind of the t- the communication that was happening between me and these other two people was nobody's mouths were moving. Like it was all telepathic and, and it's, but it's weird. You still like kind of understand what people are saying in full sentences, but uh, there's a little room for kind of some interpretation, but we, uh, I got to meet star and like, and like in the vision, we got to kind of like, embrace each other and, and hold each other. And, and, and we were, I just remember like how excited we all were that we all got to meet each other, uh, in this realm. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's where the name, the name star came from. And, um, because in the vision they, or they said this, your child star. Yeah. They were very specific about the name. It was, that was, yeah, it was Star. Wow. Does she have a middle name? Zia. Zia? Z- Zia. I'm a, I have Native American uh, kind of heritage. I'm, I'm two generations out from um, uh, some full-blooded um, Native Americans, the, the Sac and Fox tribe here in, uh, in the Midwest and in, in, in Iowa specifically. They're, they had tribes in in other places, but Iowa, but that's kind of where my family uh, comes from. And uh, Zia's a, a Native American name, and it, it means light. So Starlight Dancer. Oh my god, I love that! So cute, so cool. It's a great name. Yeah, while a Starlight, yeah, Star Zia Dancer is a dancer. Growing up, I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I, I got <laughs> I made bet. fun of. <laughs> I, I can just imagine <laughs> being a boy. <laughs> Dude, and parents. Like, it was mostly parents. Like, it, it really was, 
wasn't like the kids making fun of me. It would, it, they weren't really making fun of me. They were right. You know, they were just, just always commentary. Yeah, it's dancer just like, like like a dancer. You're like yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh, let like, it go. Like, like the reindeer or like can you dance? <laughs> and just like fuck, you're an adult. <laughs> you're an adult. <laughs> Like you're like it's like whatever months. you want to compare it to i guess i'm just laughing too because i can see my ex 100 percent saying that to like one of the kids friends when they come over like a reindeer like a like a reindeer like, yeah i suppose like and they th- and they think they're the first person on the planet to come oh, yeah. up with it yeah. so they're always like oh knee sla- yeah knee slapping like oh yeah fuckers oh my god so Dude. true but yeah, I didn't. Well, I didn't like the name when I was I was younger, and and but now that I'm older, it's a it's a beautiful name, and I'm 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 happy that I yeah, when I was younger, I was like, I'm, when I'm old enough, I'm changing my name. I don't <laughs> Sam Dancer anymore, and I even to that too. It's so crazy, man. It's such a great testimony to just kind of like just. Just push through. Just push through the uncomfortable bullshit because I remember when I was younger, I even as kind of a teenager too, I I hated myself. I did not want to be who I was. I just I remember I remember very vividly just like oh, I wish I could be just someone else and just like and have a different name. And and now with where I'm at, I'm so happy that I'm I'm not someone else and I'm I'm finally you know, happy with, with who I am and, and where I'm at. And, and it's just, it's wild to me that there was a time in my life where a number, I didn't want to exist. I wanted to be someone else. I didn't like my name. And, and now I'm, oh, I'm just, I'm so, th- I never like really considered killing myself or anything, but the thought of that definitely was just like, dude, that would be, it would be way more easier just to not be alive than to put up with I got my ass kicked in college and was made fun of and and all my friends from grade school like they saw me getting my ass kicked and made fun of so they're like fuck we don't want to we don't want that so they kind of all ditched me so high school was really lonely for me and and really yeah just really tough to yeah just put up with all that bullshit and I, I was raised in a way where retaliating and, and fighting back was, was not really an option um, for us. And, and if I was going to do that, it had to be uh, legally. And so that's where, it, uh, where football was. Thank goodness for football because I was able to, that was very therapeutic for me. And and I was a good football player, so I got to take out a lot of aggression on people. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> great, great place for you to have an, an outlet like that. Mm-hmm. And I think all the time, like, shit, how, what if I didn't? What if I didn't have an amazing dad, an amazing mom? What if I didn't have a cool brother? Like, what if I, I didn't have art or, or football to, to, be able to help me through some of this stuff. And, and that would always kind of be something that would help me push through and, and, and just be, I guess, thankful that I, 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 I was privileged and I, I did have 
I was athletic and, and I had a loving family and, and it just, it kind of, it, at the same time though, it made my heart break a little bit for anyone who was going through something similar and had something less. Yeah. Oh yeah. But good place now. Doing all right. Yeah. You're crushing it, man. I'm having a good time. <laughs> Have I ever told you, I met Jen before I met Sam. Mm-mm. So I met Jen before I met Sam at Wadapalooza in Florida. And I remember I met Jen. And No, it wasn't. It was at the ECC. It was before, it was before Wadapalooza. I was in, I was in uh, Boston. It wasn't the ECC. It was the competition <laughs> they did that Redline did. Oh, my God. At, um, at O'Keefe's gym. Or not his gym, but the one he went to. And she was a redline yeah. athlete. I think that's where it was. Anyways, I met Jen. The weekend was over. We were doing like pizza and hanging out. Everyone was there. And she told me, she was like, Sam is going to love you. <laughs> and I had never met Sam. I don't even think that I even like knew what Sam looked like. But all she could tell me was like, he's going he's gonna to hug you. And he is going to love you. And was telling me all this, and that's exactly how it was. I met Sam in Miami for the first time. And um, the same trip we met, and then the same trip, Sam redid my my Killcliffe pictures. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen those pictures. He will, He put on there, I have a picture, I probably have it on my phone somewhere, where oh he redid is in yeah like he, he reenacted he, yeah he redid him he he put on white booty shorts uh huh and a pink Killcliffe tank top I think I have seen this and then took pictures that they had we had of me that Killcliffe had and he did them <laughs> pretty sexual too <laughs> very sexual and I yeah you know fell in love with him that day. <laughs> Yeah. I was a little bit intimidated because yeah. he looked better in those shorts than I did. Let's <laughs> say how'd he look. Good. <laughs> but yeah, Jenny, Jenny had a great time with you. And, and I think um, with, with Jen, uh, I think a reason she was so drawn to you too is, is J- again, Jen's, she's a badass chick, man. She, and she's very secure in who she is and very confident in who she is. And, and, she just she doesn't vibe well with insecure people. Uh, she's gotten a lot better at at being able to what hold you know hold her own space and and feel compassion and empathy for for people who are insecure with themselves. But I think when she came across you, she she found another another person who was of similar likeness and and and. Um, yeah, she would just she would have a tough time kind of getting along with with other girls at CrossFit competitions, and because I think she would just be so bothered by you know the how insecure so many of them were, and uh, and then she met you, and she's like, all right, here's another badass chick that <laughs> you know is is on a similar wavelength, and yeah, I remember her coming home and telling me all about you, and 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 yeah. The moment we met, I could just, I could tell, yeah, it was, 
we were going to have a very special relationship and that you were going to be um, part of my life for the rest of it. Lifelong friends. Oh, oh, yeah. Jen- it was, it was, it's really, it's, we met at a perfect time because, and I'm sure you're still traveling a lot. And, uh, but at that time in our lives, we were non-stop traveling and it's it's kind of a lonely, a lonely lifestyle to be doing that. Sure, it's an exciting lifestyle, but a lot of times in hotels, a lot of times in airports, and and it's just lonely. And there was no consistency really with with the and yeah, you get to meet a lot of new people, but you meet them for a couple of days and then you don't see them ever again. But but Brooke and I got to see each other quite frequently on, you know, we were sponsored by, by similar companies or by the same companies. And we were getting to do photo shoots and, and commercial stuff together and, and competing together. And, and it was, a it was perfect timing because we were, we were able to love on each other and, and support each other through, you know, again, very exciting lifestyle too, but it, it was a very, very lonely place and and to have such a um an amazing person like you who we could we could share with each other and be vulnerable and and open up to one another was was something that I think both of us needed as you know being on the being on the road like we were yeah it was so much better I sometimes like I was asked this question the other day actually like what is my my outlet so what do I do or what do I need to like refuel, like fill your cup back up? And I was like, I don't, I'm like, I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need to, I'm like, it's certain people. It's like you could, it's, and not everyone does that for one another. Like, and that's, and that's okay. Like you, you have to find, like you'll find certain people that feel like, we, like a safe place. Yeah. And it's, it's also like, we used to talk about like me and Jared and Sam that's what it was for us. Like when we would have something coming up and it was for a company because we, we were sponsored by Killcliffe, we were sponsored by Noble, and then me and Sam were then sponsored by Paleoethics at the same time. But if we had something coming up, that was always a trip that we were the most excited about because we knew once we got there, we were going to leave feeling so energized, so focused, so happy and like ready to go, like go back to work basically. Cause it's, it's an exchange of energy. It's, we were always, we were always, and I, this sounds so arrogant, but we were always kind of the, maybe not spotlight, but we were always the ones kind of giving, 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 giving. And it was with like you and Jared where it, we, yeah, you, you, you got filled back up by each other and, and we were, it was always so exhausting kind of having to, you know, give ourselves up. Um, and, 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 and two, again, sounds very arrogant, but like being, this stuff sounds so bad, but being like a personality or a character that somebody wants to like take pictures with and, and, and you have these, really honestly kind of meaningless conversations with hundreds of people it's quite draining and uh and and you guys you weren't that and it was it 
it was just the, the perfect time and, and, and place in my life to have people like you that um, I, I didn't feel like you guys were taking from me or anything. And, and, and you were just, yeah, you filled me back up. And, and I love too, it's so fucking cool when you meet someone and, and have that type of relationship where you and I might not see each other for a couple years, but when we do get to see each other, it feels like no time has passed and like we've, we've just been hanging out this whole time. And I cherish that. Me too. We love you. I miss you so much. Um, I, we need to plan something. I need to come and, come and see you and hold that baby. Yeah, it'll probably, honestly, I would just count on more of us. Well, I, or ideally, we would wait for kind of our cultural climate to clean up a little bit. And so it's not such a shit show out West. But <laughs> I, I would definitely plan on us um, making our way in our van. Um, you know, we love, we love Utah. So hopefully whenever you're at your, your mom's place, we can hang out there for a couple days. And well, I'm there a lot now. And the yeah. ranch is coming along. So when that house is done, you'll definitely have to come out. Wonderful. And stay. But before we go, um, please share, one, your podcast, when you think your episodes will be up, and then also if you have anything about that that you'd want to maybe what you're going to be talking yeah. about or what it's gonna, what the mood's going to be, whatever, and then where everyone can find you. Yeah, terrific. Um, so the podcast, like I said, it's the Sam Dancer podcast right now. It is available on Spotify and Anchor and Google, and hopefully soon will be available on Apple. But um, it's 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 funny. Everyone asks, like, or if I ask people who I should interview, I get a lot of CrossFitty responses. And I, although I admire a lot of CrossFitters, um, I. I want to bring something a little bit more than what our CrossFit culture is used to. And uh, I've done about 15 shows and only one of them has been a CrossFit athlete. A lot of it's been a little bit more on um, some theological topics, some, some more holistic wellness. And uh, I've done like three podcasts on women's health and, and um, like pre and, 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 um, post-pregnancy like style nutrition and 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 just child care and such so uh, my goal with it is just to bring some new information to the CrossFit space that is I think kind of lacking you know it's such an in intense go 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 um, culture and I hope that with this I can help people maybe find a little bit more balance with their fitness and to use their fitness too, right? Like so much, uh, usually a lot of CrossFit athletes, like they just use their fitness for more fitness. And I want to um, help people uh, or inspire people to, to use their fitness outside of the gym and, and go adventure and, and, and travel the world. And, and uh, that's one of my favorite things about fitness is the amount of life that Jen and I get to experience in such a short amount of time. Like we can literally just run circles around people. And, and it's, it's whenever we go like hiking, um, you know, we'll zip through a hike real quick and we'll 
pass a bunch of people and then we pass them all on the way back and we're like, damn, they're going to be out there for another six hours and we're going to be (laughs) heading to our next spot. (laughs) And we're just able to experience so much, so much life. And, uh, and I want to encourage people to, uh, experience life a little bit more and, and hopefully find a little bit more balance with their, their wellness in a a more holistic fashion. And, uh, so that's kind of the, the general, like kind of direction that I'm, I'm heading with it. And, um, I, there's an episode dropping today with, um, two ex Amish, ex Amish, uh, a couple who had, once they left the Amish community fairly recently too, they, they struggled with porn addiction, drug addiction, sex addiction. Um, they, uh, one of them had, uh, some infidelity issues and, and they worked through all the bullshit and they're, they're thriving right now. And, um, they have an amazing story. And so that episode's going to be, um, coming out today and uh, got some really great guests that'll be coming up. Uh, I'm going to be releasing it just like you releasing a show every week. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm having such a fun time doing it. So just, yeah, thank you for inspiring me, Brooke, and kind of just telling me what I needed to hear to get started and doing this. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really hopeful and, and, and what it's going to be able to, uh, do for people and, and also just and selfishly make me feel like I'm actually doing something that's, that's worthwhile rather than just posting back squat videos or something. Well, like that. I, I think that it's a perfect format for you. She's a great cheerleader. Uh, I'm your number is. one fan. <laughs> She's great. And then also, um, it's, you know, it's been a weird year for everyone. Um, usually with our non-for-profit, we're able to do upwards of like 30 charity events. And, um, uh, the past year it, it, we, I think we only got two in. Um, so uh, like I mentioned with the dancer love foundation, um, we basically just raise money so that we can support athletes with special needs to get into gyms. And we cover, we cover the cost of that. And, um, so if anyone's ever interested in supporting or or maybe hosting a a event, we do an event called the Row Razor. It's really, really simple, just 10 people on a team rowing a marathon, and ideally uh, you have a special need athlete on each team, and they participate as well, and they kind of finish the row at the end, and we help you get organized with all that and get connected with your uh, local um, area director with Special Olympics, and and uh, we kind of have like a pamphlet that helps you get organized for all that. And so, if anyone's ever interested in that, um, just Google Dancer Love Foundation and and check us out. And uh, yeah, check out the podcast and and uh, let me know what you think. And I'm I'm very new to this, but I'm very open to any, any like critique and, and just, I want to improve and I want to, I really want to professionalize this and, and, and make it something, um, that's truly worthwhile and, and, and very digestible and, and, and give people stuff that 
they can easily um, implement into their lives to improve the quality of it. Love it. Me too. I'm happy you're doing it. Thank you so much for jumping on this morning. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to you soon. I love you both so much. You guys make me laugh and smile so much and um, just keep up the amazing work and uh, till next time, I guess. Yeah. Love you, Sam. Thanks, bud. Check Sam out. He's an absolute sweet. I've only met Sam once, but he is the most open, loving, sweet guy. He's an incredible human. And smart and yeah. He's Interesting. Awesome. Yes. So Sam Dancer on Instagram, the Dancer Love Foundation, um, Sam Dancer Show Podcast. Yeah. On that, thanks for listening. Won't be disappointed. Or watching. And don't forget to rate, rate review, review, subscribe, subscribe five-star five rating, five-star five warning, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit CarShield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at CarShield.com audio. That's CarShield.com audio.